Happy New Year, Connected Fam! It is officially 2021, and yes, I am greeting you a week later than what I should have. So there was no podcast last week, but I will explain to you why. And I guess if my New Year's is anything to go by, 2021 will be an interesting year, at least for my life. So I will tell you my New Year's story and I'll explain to you why I didn't upload or publish a podcast last week. Okay, let's get into this week's episode. Um, so let me begin by explaining. So my family have gone on, we went on a road trip around our state in Australia. So we traveled around Queensland a little bit. So we've been away for about three weeks. And if any of you know what I'm like, I'm not the type of person who is like super organized. I don't really plan too much ahead in my life. I'm a week by week kind of person. And I've just always been like that. Long story short, but I think it's just because I have so much on. I'm like, I would love to kind of prepare in advance, but I can only chisel away at what I have on for this week. So I work to one project a week and then reassess the next week. So I did record, I was very proud of myself. I did record the Christmas podcast and then the week before New Year's podcast before I left. So that was pretty epic effort on my part. So I recorded those episodes before I left. And then in my head, I was like, then I'll do, you know, the podcast that was supposed to be published last week. I'll just do it on the road. I'm sure I'll be able to find Wi-Fi somewhere. I'll just record with my phone, which is what I did for six months of this podcast. So I was like, yeah, it'll work. And I will tell you, like the whole three weeks, I was like worrying about, you know, where we would be staying. I was trying to work out where we would be on you know the weekend before I had to publish and I was just stressing about and stressing in my own kind of way which really probably isn't stressing I just was constantly thinking about what am I going to do will I have wi-fi I've got to make sure I charge my laptop because we were in some places where there wasn't really um, that much power so I was like I've got to make sure I charge my laptop in advance and then make sure I find time to record, whether in the evening or get up early. Anyway, there was just too much going on. And I was like, you know what, I'm just not going to do anything this week. But then we had to come back home and I was like, oh, I'll record it. And then my family came up unexpectedly on the day that I was going to record. And then we stayed up with them in the evening. And then I was just like, oh, it's not going to happen. So I actually was going to still give you an episode for last week um so that I was still faithful to my commitment to publish episodes every single week but it just didn't happen so sorry I'm sure that you all survived okay without me for that week but if you didn't I'm sorry I'm back um I will try not to do that to you again or at least give you a heads up that yeah it may not work out but I wanted to share with you what my new year's started and I literally mean New Year's by one minute past midnight and uh, I, I okay I don't really like this 
word being used or this name being used the way that it is but I felt there was no other real way for me to express exactly how I responded um, apart from just saying the Karen in me was revealed um, with all her glory on New Year's Day like a minute no it was forever by the time when Karen actually officially came out it was like 12 30 on the 1st of January so we had we're staying at a caravan park and the way our road trip worked out it we just didn't even think about it I guess us not being big partiers and um, not really doing anything crazy on New Year's Eve we planned on the 1st of January to make the biggest drive to the next location which was a 10 hour drive so we all decided we're going to leave super early on the 1st that we would leave at 7 o'clock in the morning on the 1st of January did I say July before I don't know so we would leave on the 1st of January at 7 o'clock now our family have a camper trailer which it feels like it's not a lot of effort to pack up but realistically it still seems to take a good 30-40 minutes to pack up completely with the car connected and everything strapped down so that takes about 40 minutes and that's if you know we're really getting our life sorted and making sure that we can we're doing things productively and then my sister-in-law they had a tent so she was traveling and they are obviously two adults and five kids so it's it's decent setup actually no they're pretty good they're super minimalist so they don't have a lot of stuff it literally is just the tent but there's bags to pack you know all that sort of stuff so anyway so their setup to probably takes about the same as ours, but it's probably just a little bit more hectic because they're having to pack up more bags and more pillows and more blankets and beds and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, so that was the plan. And the plan was we're all waking up at five o'clock so that we can all be ready, you know, not running late and be definitely in the car on the road by seven. Somehow we forgot oh, hold on, not everyone goes to bed at 9 o'clock on Christmas Eve. And so we all went to bed. I still went to bed about 11. My husband went to bed about 9.30. By the time midnight came, I was deep asleep. All I remember is just hearing all this yelling. And so I woke up and there are lights everywhere. And in my head, I seem to have forgotten that I woke up that I went to bed at 11. I woke up and I was like, oh, it must be like 10.30. It just, everything, it just, all around me, my surroundings were still so active that I thought to myself, oh, it must still be really, really early. <laughs> then it all clicked because everyone's like, happy new year. And um, people are like blowing on these like really loud little whistle things. And anyway, then it all clicked. I'm like, oh, got you. So we've hit midnight. Everyone's like doing their happy new year, whatever. And it was super loud. All good. Like I was like, oh yeah, it's new year's. That's cool. No worries. I'm trying to get back to sleep. It ain't, ha it ain't happening. And then there is uh, some people in a caravan across from us diagonally who were blasting music 
super loud, like beyond the point. We we'd by this point we'd stayed in a few caravan parks, so we knew like technically kind of like the rules when you're in a caravan park. Like your music can't be you can't be blasting your music regardless of whether it's New Year's or not. Um, but these people were just blasting their music. Um, they were super loud, like they were yelling and swearing or cussing, whichever one uh, you guys use. They, their conversation was just filthy. Like they were talking about like anal sex. Like it was just, it was just full on. Anyway, so you've got kids running around. They're screaming Happy New Year. They're blowing on whistles. They're all like laughing. And I'm like, okay, no, cool, no worries. It's fine. But this particular, this group of people stood out the most because their music was so loud and they were so loud. Like it wasn't just a happy new year. It was like, we are just loud. Come like 12, 15, everyone is gone. Like everything has gone dark. We were near the like uh, camp kitchen. So we could kind of see the light through the windows of our um, camper trailer the lights there are off everyone else that was awake they've all turned their lights off the kids you don't hear any kids you don't hear any whistling you don't hear any talking it literally now looks like a caravan park after you know like the time that everyone sort of goes to sleep it looked like that was it that was the end of celebrations 12 15 however our neighbors from across the road were still blasting their music. They were still super loud in their conversation. I could hear every single word that every single person was saying. Um, and in all of that, I was just like, I wonder how long this is going to go for. And I'm like, and I have to wake up at five o'clock tomorrow. So that was kind of getting to me a little bit. I was trying to work out what to do with my life. Um, and in amongst all of that, in that 15 minutes from when I realized everyone else in this, like in this caravan park has realized, Hey, let's go to bed. It's, it's done. But this one particular site was just like, we are going to party till it's, what is the song? 1999 or whatever. Anyway, these guys, their party was not this, this party was just starting. I felt so as I'm lying in bed, trying to get to sleep, trying to work out how not like how loud these people are going to get and how long it's going to be for, I have, so it's not what would Jesus do, it's what would Joe do. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about Joe. So she works for a mining um, company and she works in finance. Um, I believe she may be in charge of like a department. Um, the girl's like, yeah, she, she's right up there. And I hang out with her a bit. And I, being someone who is very passive, I, I hang out with her and I just see the beauty of being assertive. Um, there are so many things about her personality that I'm just like, God, please just give me a little bit of that. Just in the way that she's she's super independent, she's very successful, she's super motivated, she's extremely goal orientated. Um, the girl is just she's really really cool and someone that I really look up to. 
for many of the reasons I feel that the things that I see in her that I'm like, oh, but I'm not like that. I wish I was like that. Um, so she really, I, when I'm around her, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. That's really, really cool how she is. So anyway, so I'm lying in my bed and you know how, you know, people have the WWJD bracelets, like what would Jesus do for the 15 minutes from 1215 when I realized everyone else has the respect and the common sense to go to bed, um, except for these people across the road from us. I'm like, what would Joe do? So as I process that, I'm like, you know, she would not just let it be like, she would be like, Hey guys, like it's clearly time to finish the party or at least tone it down a little bit. Everyone's gone to sleep. Um, so anyway, whatever I was like, okay, well, what would she do? And at 12.30, I made the decision that I was going to go out and ask these people if they could at least turn their music down or turn it off uh, because it was just ridiculously loud. Like, trust me, I am not into spoiling people's party. So trust me, for me to have got out of my trailer, camper trailer, and go and speak to them was because it was just ridiculous. Like it was just absurd how loud their conversation was and their music. They were just, anyway, okay. So I decided to go out and speak to them and I'm not going to give you all the details, but it definitely wasn't as um, peaceful and as pleasant of an interaction as I had hoped. Long story because you know I'm good at long stories going to cut this thing short and not give you all the details of our interaction and our transaction but at the end of it the camp the managers from the caravan park ended up coming and speaking to them speaking to them three times and from when I spoke to them at 12:30 and made the request for them to lower their music which they didn't um, to when the campground manager came and spoke to them, it was about one thirty, quarter to two. So I wrestled with a lot of stuff in my head from 12, from 12.30 through till almost two o'clock in the morning. In all of that, the campground manager comes, speaks to them, they just make absolute fun of him, which didn't surprise me because that's what they did to me. Um, they made fun of him. They mocked him. They just were like super disrespectful. Uh, the camp manager's like, if I come back again and you have music on, like beware. So the gentleman, he goes off. Uh, the music continued and it was just a lower volume, which was probably like a decent volume. That's like a volume that you would expect someone to have their music on if they're going to continue listening to music when a whole campground has gone to sleep. And, but they, but he would, but they were not supposed to have music. So the, the guidelines of the campgrounds is that there is no music after 10. Given New Year's, you know, I think you could have got away with it until 12. I don't think even the manager would have really pulled you up on it had it been 12. But um, he was like, turn the music off. Music stayed on. He comes back, tells them again, turn the music off. They start swearing at him. He starts swearing back at them. It just got, it escalated real quick. He's like, I, you guys are leaving tomorrow and you will be getting a fine. 
I'm like, whoa. I'm like, no wonder I had so many issues with them. I'm like, this is serious stuff. And then, anyway, then the guy who was actually staying there because all the extra friends were friends that were just visiting. So they got in their cars and left after the second warning. And then the ones that were actually camping on the ground, they went just over the fence to this large lake that is at the back of the campground and they just blasted their music from the other side of the fence because technically that's not campgrounds so he could get away with blasting the music because it was public area the caravan manager comes again and goes off they start yelling we can hear them this is so now they're down on the banks of the lake and we can hear the manager just yelling at them anyway music stops finally 2 30 2.30 in the morning. It is quiet. So what I got out of that whole story and the whole experience is that there were a few points that really frustrated me. One, I was like, can the campground not get together and gang up on this like one site? Like it's literally just one group of people. Why was I the only person that felt it necessary to be like, hey guys, this is, and again, this may be the Karen in me. Maybe it was me being super selfish because I knew I had to get up at five o'clock where everyone else didn't need to maybe get up at five o'clock. I did sort of process all of that. I'm like, why am I getting so worked up right now? But at the same time, I was like, does no one else, is no one else frustrated? Like, does no one else want to go to sleep or can everyone, did everyone else go to sleep like real quick? Um, I do believe that some people were probably like, you know, so exhausted come 12, come midnight that they were like, you know, they'll probably fall asleep really easily. Maybe some people had like been drinking and they were like, it's not going to take much for us to fall asleep because we're already drunk or whatever. You know, there was a lot of things that I processed, but I was like, I was the only person who, went and was like hey guys this is actually not appropriate like this does not you don't do this especially when the whole camp if it had been like a handful of people I would have been like okay this is obviously acceptable this is usually what happens at New Year's Eve on a caravan park I've never been in a caravan park for New Year's so there was a lot of stuff that I reasoned but the one thing that really stood out for me was like no one else said anything and why and when I, when I really thought about it and when I realized like how significant and how important it was for me to stand up for what I thought was correct, I realized, you know what, this is why within the church, not many people stand up for the things that we need to stand up for. And I will say, you know, in the broad spectrum of things that we should stand up for, I believe, you know, we all stand up for, for different things. But as I, as I looked at that and I realized, you know what, there was a whole campground full of people that I can guarantee you I was not the only one that was annoyed by the music. I was not the only one that thought that the music level and the conversation volume was inappropriate. But I was the only one that actually got out of her tent and confronted this group of people and I, I believe that within our churches, we do the same thing. We allow a lot of things to happen. One, 
because we sort of question is it just me is it really wrong or isn't it wrong should people behave like that or shouldn't they behave like that should we just accept that kind of dominance and power and control um should we let you know things based purely on tradition be a dominant within the church when it isn't working it isn't functioning and it isn't providing the best for um, our members like there were so many things that I was like no wonder in the church context people struggle to stand up for what is right there will be many people who will just be lying in in their tents and in their caravans wishing they could go to sleep but do nothing to change it and that moment really reminded me that at some point we all have to make a decision that we can't sleep anymore like that we're not comfortable just putting up with what's going on around us knowing that it is not what is right and obviously we must always base what we think is right on what God tells us through the Bible, through his example, uh, through scripture, like that, that has to be the foundation. Um, and then in addition, you know, if, if you are someone who believes in the writings of Ellen White, then we have counsel and direction within that as well to help us, you know, try and find if there is a right and wrong, or if we can't find it within there is not enough detail or if there is not an example within the bible let's search what she's written about it and, and see if that can give us a bit more clarity as to to where we should be standing and, and what our conviction should be on certain things but i i feel that at some point it's for our own personal growth that we stand up for the things that we see that have been done incorrectly for yeah, I, I believe at some point we have to stand up knowing that we're, we're going to get mocked. We're going to get criticized. Um, I must say, when I went to go and speak to them, I did not expect the conversation to go the way that it did. I did not expect them to respond how they did. I thought that they would be like, oh, yeah, no, that's cool. Totally understandable. That makes a lot of sense. Everyone has gone to sleep. Let us turn our music down or at least off, you know, something. In my head, I, I that's how I envisioned that whole um, scenario playing itself out. That they, I would be like, hey, is it okay if you guys, you know, turn the music down or turn it off considering the whole caravan park has, has basically turned their lights off. And I just expected for them to be like, oh, yes for sure sorry about that let me nope that wasn't what I got but even in saying that I think when we are put in a position where God has revealed to us something that needs to be addressed something that needs to be corrected or something that needs to be protected I believe that we are placed in that same position to stand alone and we we can just act like we're not going to say anything just like everyone else in that caravan park did no one else said anything I believe the same thing can happen with us but it's for our personal growth um for me to have stepped out and, and spoken to them even in my even in the fact that I was so ignorant and naive to what that transaction was going to be like 
I learned a lot. I must say there was a sense in me that was like, but I actually did something, unlike everyone else who didn't do anything. There was this sense of, okay, well, now I know how to approach an interaction like that again in the future. I won't be thinking in my head that they'll be really pleasant and really agreeable. So there was a lot of stuff that I learned from stepping out and doing what I did that that night. And I think for each one of us, there is a lot of growth and there is a lot of learning to be done by stepping up and standing firm on the things that we know that God has placed on our heart, regardless of how people are going to respond, regardless of how people are going to react, um, regardless of what the board is going to say or what, you know, whatever department leaders are going to say within the church or the pastor or, you know, whatever it is, whoever it is that intimidates you to just be agreeable or to say nothing just because just because you don't want to create that friction tension you don't want to create you know whatever you don't want to disrupt things at church I think there comes a point where we really need to be in constant surrender to God and seeking for his help if we need to stand up for certain things within our churches, within our communities, within our families, within our social circles, um, there just really comes a point where it is more beneficial for us to be disruptive about things than to just let things continue because We just want things to be okay and we want people to like us and we want to have the friends and we want to have the crowd. So I encourage you to be a Karen this year. (laughs) Okay, no, I don't really. On another note, I really feel bad for anyone whose name is Karen. Um, I almost want to change that whole Karen thing to like a name that is like a made up name. Like, I don't know. I, I wish, yeah, I feel bad for Karen's feel bad for Karen so don't be a Karen but at the same time like look at the assertiveness of Jesus when Jesus needed to rebuke people he was so led by the spirit he had so much discernment that he was able to stand up and disrupt things when things needed to be disrupted Um, he was willing to sacrifice peace for the fact that it was going to bring about an improvement to his people, to his church, and to the gospel and for salvation. Like, I think there comes a point where, yeah, it's it's okay to do that. And I think we have enough of an example in Jesus that there are times when we have to stand up against dominating forces and against... leadership who just want to do things their own way rather than really just yeah I I, I guess just doing what is best Um, so yeah I encourage you with that just yeah but keep it all in prayer trust me I was praying that whole time um, 
yeah so make sure that god is guiding you to do that and and to continue in whatever direction and yeah to make the choices and decisions that you need to make in that situation all right guys until next week my prayer my hope and my desire is that you stay warm in god's love that you stay cool for Jesus' name and above everything that you stay assertive and in control and yeah being led by the spirit to do whatever it is that god has called you to do all right ciao